0: Hey, I'm Jesse, Nehemiah chapter six. We left off wherein Sambalot is trying to get Nehemiah to come down from his work on the wall. And Nehemiah is saying, I'm doing important work. I cannot come down. Why should the work cease while I leave it and go down to you? He's overseeing this whole project. He's like the general contractor over all these contractors that are all volunteering and even giving of their own time. He's brought resources from King Artaxerxes that's going to handle the doors and some of the walls and things like that, but you're dealing with like scorched stone for crying out loud. These people are giving of their own time and effort and volition and resources even to make this wall happen. Nehemiah is overseeing all of that, and meanwhile, he's got... Four times these invitations from people whom he knows to be his enemies, they're slandering him. What they're saying about him is not true. All right, I can relate to that. I know what that's like, hey, oh, come bicker with us. Come get into this conversation. And meanwhile, it's like, no, I'm trying to reach people for Jesus. Nehemiah has this invitation, come down to the Ono Valley and meet with us. Four different times they send him this invitation, send, a, send him an invitation, invite him again, invite him again. And four times he's like, nope, what I'm doing is too important. No, no, no. Okay. well, they don't give up. Here's verse five. Sambalot sent me this same message a fifth time by his aide, who had an open letter in his hand. And it was written, quote, it is reported among the nations and Geshem agrees. Look, he's like trying to, he's like trying to act like he has all of his sources intact. Geshem is one of the enemies, by the way, you see him in verse, verse one of the same chapter and Geshem agrees that you and the Jews plan to rebel. It's based on total fabrication, but this is the accusation. This is the reason you are building the wall. According to these reports, you are to become their king. Again, totally made up. And have even set up the prophets in Jerusalem to proclaim on your behalf, there is a king in Judah. Absolute lie, fabricated. These rumors will be heard by the King. So come let's confer together. Okay. It would be a really strong invitation. If it weren't total bullocks. Here's, here's Nehemiah's reply in verse eight. Then I replied to him, there is nothing to these rumors you are spreading. You are inventing them in your own mind. For they were all trying to intimidate his saying, they will drop their hands from the work and it will never be finished. But now my God, strengthen my hands. I love that it ends this way. He doesn't spend much time at all rebuking his enemies. His enemies are like busily at work, scurrying around. I mean, coming up with false letters and false accusations and spreading rumors. this This is utterly fatuous. Not, at no point had Nehemiah ever, had the thought ever crossed his mind that he should be the king, and that the prophets should say, there is a king in Judah, and that it's about rebelling. I mean, he was genuinely going before the Lord and asking for compassion in chapter one to go to King Artaxerxes. Everything that he's been doing has been with the full blessing of King Artaxerxes. He carries with him permission to do everything that he's doing. This is not an act of rebellion. It's actually done with the full blessing of King Artaxerxes. Yeah, I get it. If you're going to build a wall around your city, it might be because you're trying to protect yourself and it might be because you're trying to rebel. But the truth is, it's all been blessed by King Artaxerxes. It's none of this has been done under the radar. Now, from the outside looking in, you look at it from Tobias' perspective and Sambalat's perspective and Geshem's perspective, and they're like, okay, Jewish people are coming back, they're rebuilding their they're fortifying their city. Now, I get it, they could be insecure on that front. However, they go way too far when they begin to outright invent stuff. Nehemiah calls them out for this. Like, you're inventing this in your own mind. We get like we get like two verses maybe. Really, it's just one verse. When you think about it, his reply is, there's nothing to these rumors you're spreading, you're inventing them in your own mind. Okay, and that, that's really about it, as far as Nehemiah's res- response. Can you imagine how frustrating that was? Poor Sambalat has like fabricated this letter and four times already tried to go to him. And now a fifth time he sends an aide and he's like, you can just picture Sambalat pouring over this letter. And like, ooh, this will be really, it is reported among the Gentiles. And, and Geshem agrees, like cite your source, make sure it's authoritative. This will really sting him good. And he like pours over this letter and he delivers it to him. He's like, ooh, I can't wait for him to get this letter. It's gonna be devastating to him. And then he gets back this thing, this, this response is like, there's nothing to this. You've invented this in your own mind. And he goes right back to work on the wall. Can you imagine how maddening that was for Sanballat? If you've been gossiped about, if you've had people lie about you to others, look at Nehemiah. Just go back to the work the Lord has called you to. Go back to it. Um, I've had I've had people do absolutely say absolutely. Just ridiculous, ridiculous, stupid lies about me. And they're people of God. Honestly, like the devil worshipers have been some of the sweetest people to me over the years. Uh, some of the meanest people I've encountered have been Christians. And they'll spread outright lies about you. And there's always this compulsion to defend yourself and vindicate yourself and set the record straight about yourself and even confront you know, and just go own them. Go punch someone in the face. I mean, I, I'll be honest, there are some Christians that I've wanted to punch in the jaw over the years, numerous times, but it, I, that's not what God says. It's not what God says. It's not what Nehemiah did. It is mine to avenge. I will repay, says the Lord. Nehemiah just went back to the work he was doing. There's nothing to these rumors. You've made them all up in your own head. And it's true, by the way. He did make that up. He's not trying to make himself king. They're not trying to rebel. It's all been done with the blessing of Artaxerxes. And there's certainly, he outright fabricated this idea that the prophets are all being told what to say. It's totally invented. And it just goes right back to the work. You go back to the work. Don't focus too much on trying to vindicate yourself. Okay, I've seen stuff written about me on the internet that I'm just sitting there looking at like, this is totally untrue. And the compulsion is so there for you to just like get in there on the keyboard and just own it. But honestly, it doesn't help. It doesn't help. Leave them to the Lord. Let the Lord deal with them. Let the Lord deal with your gossips. Let the Lord deal with the people who spread lies about you. Let the Lord deal with them. You focus on what God's had you to do. You press on and keep doing ministry. Keep doing ministry. Keep doing ministry. Watch Nehemiah and his detractors emulate him at this point in the text. Because at this point in the book of Nehemiah, I think he's doing a phenomenal job of keeping his haters in the proper perspective and focusing on where God wants him to go. His final his final prayer is, is where it's at. But now my God, strengthen my hands. All right, he knew that they were just trying to intimidate them out of the work. And his prayer is not like God send a shark NATO to just annihilate all of my enemies. It's not that, it's strength in my hands because I got work to do. I've found that there's healing in the mission. If you continue on in the mission that God's called you to, regardless of what kind of like arrows you get from other people, if you continue on in the mission, there's healing in that and you see God bear fruit through it and despite all the arrows and it's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to behold emulate Nehemiah if you've got haters.